0: From Hollywood, Camel Cigarettes present the Screen Guild Players. Our stars, Claudette Colbert, Walter Pigeon, and David Bruce. Our play, The Secret Heart. Our sponsor, Camel Cigarettes. Experience is the best teacher. Try a camel. Let your own experience tell you why more people are smoking camels than ever before. Your T-zone, that's T for taste and T for throat, is your true proving ground for any cigarette. Millions of people have tried camels on their T-zones. Millions have found that camels' rich, full flavor and cool mildness suit their T-zones to a T. Try a camel yourself. (laughs) Now, Camel Cigarettes present the Screen Guild Players in the Secret Heart, Metro-Golden-Mayer's warm and poignant romance. It stars Claudette Colbert as Lee Adams, Walter Pidgeon as Chris, with David Bruce in the role of Chase and Janet Waldo as Penny. The Camel Screen Guild Players in the Secret Heart.
1: mind can play on you, a word, a name, or sometimes just a tone of voice, and doors you'd thought were locked forever, fling open suddenly, and all your life comes tumbling out. That evening had started so simply. Downstairs in the living room, Penny was at the piano again, and upstairs, I was sitting with Chase. He had just come home that day, home from the Navy, home from the war. And I was thinking how little he'd changed in two years. Taller, of course, a little heavier, and looking more like his father than ever. Chase Adams. Larry Adams' boy. Mine, too, in a way. He'd been with me so long. But just as I was going to comment on it...
2: Well, I see things are just the same here, stepmother.
1: (laughs) Chase, if you ever call me that again, and don't be criticizing my pre-war furniture.
2: No, I wasn't. I meant Penny. Listen to her down there.
1: Yeah, she's very devoted to her music.
2: She's a funny kid, Lee. Practice, practice all the time with the door closed. Never playing for anybody. I know. All shut up inside herself.
1: Doesn't she have any boyfriends? Penny's convinced that boys don't like her. Well, gosh,
2: you got to give him a chance. I think maybe I'll take her with me tomorrow.
1: Oh, you're planning to go somewhere?
2: <laughs> if you can spare the car, i have to drive up to Providence.
1: Well, why Providence? Secret?
2: Nope. Got to see a man about a job.
1: A job?
2: Well, it's about time, isn't it? You've been taking care of Penny and me long enough. Oh, now, don't
1: get maudlin. What kind of a job?
2: With a shipbuilding firm. Lee, Lee, I won't take the job if you don't like the idea.
1: Why wouldn't I like it?
2: It's with the Horton Shipyards, with Chris Matthews. He's president of the company now. I ran into him just before I shipped overseas. I told him who I was, and he was darn nice. Offered me a job when I got out.
1: You were sure you'd forgotten him, weren't you, Lee? But had you really? Had you ever forgotten him since that first night? Remember? 1934, wasn't it? The SS Terrain coming back from Europe. Larry Adams had asked him to look you up. He was Larry's best friend. And you liked him, Lee. You liked Chris a lot. More than you'd admit, even to yourself. Five wonderful days, at
3: that
4: last night. Wonderful night, isn't it, Lee? Isn't it? Mm-hmm. A wonderful night to end a wonderful trip. New York tomorrow. You live right in the city, don't you?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I live in Providence. It's only an hour by air. Half a minute by telephone. you like to sail?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: That's great. Did I tell you I've got the Valerie two entered into the Bermuda race? Some skippers are superstitious about having women on board. I'm not. Like fish?
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
4: I've got a little farm in Rhode Island. About a mile away is a stream with a granddaddy trout in it this big. Maybe together we could... Lee, this is our last night. we dock in the morning. I just want you to know... Chris,
1: I'm in love with Larry Adams. It's true. I don't believe it. It's true. I, I should have told you at the beginning, I know, but it wasn't only my secret. It, it was Larry's, too. Months ago, he asked me to marry him. I wanted to, but my aunt... Well, Larry was drinking then, and my... Well, my aunt, is, she's sort of my guardian. She took me back to England with her. She promised that if after a few months I still felt the same... Well, I could come back and... And And
4: you think you still feel the same? I know I do. Aren't you taking on rather a lot? A widower and two young children?
1: But I worship the children. Lee, are you sure? Tomorrow when the ship docks and I see Larry, I'll be sure. Won't I, Chris?
4: That's what you have to tell both of us. But, Lee, if ever the time should come, I mean... If ever you feel differently, I wouldn't want to hurt Larry for all the world. What do you think, it? Lee? Lee, are you listening?
1: Hmm? Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Chase. I...
2: I was leaving it up to you. Do you think I should take that job with Chris? Well, do you?
1: Chris Matthews was your father's dearest friend. So I know. And mine. The reason I haven't seen him in ten years was my own.
2: Of course. Penny still thinks Dad died of a heart attack, doesn't she? And you? I was 11 years old. I could read the papers.
1: Chase, you, you've you never mentioned it. Why should I? Well, there might have been questions you wanted to ask.
2: I've never questioned you, Lee. From the very first day I knew you. Thanks, Bella. That first summer up on the farm. When Dad brought you home to us and told us you were going to be our new mother. If you knew how often I thought of those days. Sometimes on board ship, I used to lie awake...
1: Summer on the farm. summer you married Larry, remember? It could all have been so perfect, couldn't it? Only Larry started drinking again. Just a little at first. And then more and more.
2: Lee, do you ever think about it? Do you? What? Think about how it used to be, the farm and dad.
1: Oh, no. No, not if I can help it, Jane. I wish I could say the same about Penny.
2: No, I know. It might do her some good if she knew the truth.
1: That's what Dr. Rossica thinks. He says she'll never be really well while she's in love with a ghost. With her father's memory.
2: Well, what's he want you to do about it?
1: Reopen the farm. The farm?
2: Oh, gosh, Lee, you couldn't do that. Everybody up there knows. People might talk.
1: The doctor thinks I ought to talk first. He thinks I ought to go to her.
3: Oh, yes, darling, of course. Oh, I'm not interrupting anything, am I?
2: Heck, no. We
1: were just gabbing.
3: Gabbing? About what?
1: About spending the summer at the farm.
3: The farm? Would you like that, Penny? Oh, yes. More than anything in the world. Hey,
2: that's wonderful. If I get that job, I can commute. Penny, what are you doing tomorrow? Want to take a ride with me, beautiful?
3: A ride? Where to?
2: Providence. You're going to see a fellow about a job. And there's a pal of mine up there, a Navy man.
3: Chase. It's so far, I... I don't think Oh, don't
2: be so silly. It'll do you good. About time you dragged yourself away from that piano. What's so fascinating about a piano?
3: I always play for my father.
2: Penny, My father
3: gave me whatever talent I have, and it's it's my only way of saying thank
2: you. Oh, for the love of Pete, why don't you wake up and...
3: Chase,
1: please. Let's forget it for now, hmm? What about your trip to Providence? What about it, Penny? Want to come along? Why don't you, darling? You'll meet Chris Matthews. Who? He was your father's dearest friend. He was? Don't you remember?
2: he's a wonderful guy.
3: Chris Matthews. My father's dead. All right, Chase. I'll go. That a girl, beautiful.
2: Hey, I'm hungry. Let's go raid the icebox. Lee?
1: No, you go ahead. I've got some work to do.
2: Tonight? This late? <laughs> well, that's the real estate business. Okay, okay. Come on, Penny. She wants to be alone. Yes, it's true.
1: You do want to be alone. You want to think. Not business, though. You want to think about Larry. the
3: farm. All that happened in those
1: two short years. Larry, drinking more heavily all the time. Seeming happy only when he was at the piano. At the piano with a drink nearby. You, hurt and bewildered. And Chris. Chris, the quiet, good friend. Larry's friend. Never seeming to notice until that night. You and Larry quarrel, remember? You had accepted a dinner invitation, and then he would started drinking and refused to go and so he got alone. And Chris was there. It was only natural he should see you home. And that's how you happened to be on the shore,
4: Wasn't much fun, was it, Lee?
1: You know, Chris, I've often wondered what makes dinner parties so horrible.
4: The people who go to them, I guess present company excluded, of course.
1: Weren't <laughs> those women awful tonight?
4: Gabble, gabble, gabble. I know just what you mean.
1: <laughs> Gosh, how those vultures eat up scandals. I'll bet we've given them a nice juicy morsel. Why?
4: Because Larry was ill and couldn't come along?
1: Well, they'll wonder why we left so early. They'll find out we stopped for a drink. So what?
4: You needed a drink. You needed some fun. You need a lot of fun, Lee. You haven't had much fun these last two, three years. Quick, <laughs> Quick. Ah, stay tough.
1: There are people up ahead there in lights.
4: Right at Banning's Point.
1: Let's stop and find out. Come on. Funny, I, you know, I've never liked Banning's Point. I've always had a feeling of... Mrs.
0: Adams? Yes? I'm sorry. We've been trying to find you ever since you left the Moresbys. Well,
1: what's happened?
0: I, uh... I'm afraid it's your husband, Mrs. Adams. Steady, Lee. They found his body at the foot of the cliff. Oh! <laughs>
1: As you fell, and just then the newspaper cameraman snapped your picture. That's the way it was printed, too. You and Chris, his arms around you. That gave the vultures plenty to chew on. That's what you ran away from, the scandal. You brought the children to New York, and all Lee, these... Please. Lee, can I talk to you for a
3: minute? Please. Uh,
1: couldn't even
2: keep my mind on the icebox. Lee, I just had to ask you again. About what? Well, everything. My taking that job, the farm this summer. Lee, are you sure?
1: Yes, Chase. I'm sure.
0: a moment, you will hear Walter Pigeon, Claudette Colbert, and David Bruce in Act Two of The Secret Heart. What makes a great stage or screen star? Of Claudette Colbert, you may say the warmth and sympathy of her voice, or her beautiful and expressive eyes. But actually, it's more than that. Great stars possess a magnetism that's compounded of many qualities, and few human beings possess such magnetism. When they do, they very often become stars. Among cigarettes, something of the kind is true, too. What makes Camel Star with so many people, for instance? Well, millions of smokers' tastes are attracted to camels because of their rich, full flavor. Their expert blend of properly aged, choice tobacco. Millions of smokers find camels' cool, cool, mildness delightful, too. But more than all this, camels add up to all-round smoking enjoyment that millions of smokers find the best of any cigarette they've ever tried. During the wartime cigarette shortage, thousands and thousands of additional smokers joined the ranks of Camel fans. Then, when people had to smoke whatever brands they could get, they tried and compared many brands. Yes, compared them for flavor, for mildness, and for all-round smoking enjoyment. And that comparison proved to a host of people that they like Camel's best. Result? More people are smoking Camel's. Than ever before, experience is the best teacher. Try a camel yourself, and remember, camels by the carton are the best buy. And now, Camel Cigarettes presents the Screen Guild Players in Act Two of The Secret Heart, starring Claudette Colbert and Walter Pidgeon, with David Bruce and Janet Waldo.
1: Chase took Penny up to Providence. And when she got back, I noticed a strange excitement about her. But I didn't think very much about it. I had so many other things on my mind. My real estate business, the Colligan deal, and getting the farm opened again. And something else. A moment I knew I'd have to face. And I faced it even sooner than I'd expected. Our very first afternoon at the farm. The garden gate opened, and there he stood. Hello, Lee. Chris. It's
4: been a long time.
1: Chris. Uh, I, oh, look at me. I, I, well, I'm a sight. I haven't had a chance to. Penny! Penny, dear, will you entertain Chris while I. Chris, you, you, you'll you stay to dinner and take Pop Lock. You bet. I'll be right down. I, I just want to change to something light, and I won't be over 15 minutes.
4: <laughs> hello, Chris. Uh, oh, hello, Penny.
3: I. Lee said I was to entertain you.
4: Okay, entertain me, then.
3: Uh, would you like to see the ducks? Sure. They're new, but the pond's old. It's right down this way. We call it the Duck Pond Walk.
4: Well, that's simpler to the point, isn't
3: it? My, my father liked to walk down here.
4: Yes, he, he always loved this farm.
3: Chris. Chris, did you always know my father? When you were little boys, I mean.
4: Oh, no, I met him at college. But
3: after you got to Harvard, you, you saw him all the time, didn't you?
4: Well, part of my time was spent waiting on tables. You see, I had to earn Penny. my way.
3: Oh, Penny.
4: Isn't uh, that young Reynolds, the the boy that was uh, with you when you and Chase came hey, to see Penny. me? I won't answer. Why not?
3: Boys frighten me.
4: Oh, you've just never met the right one.
3: What'll happen when I do?
4: Oh, I suppose you'll fall in love.
3: But how will I know? He'll know. But how?
4: There are three things you cannot hide: love, smoke, and a man riding on an elephant. Love, uh-huh.
3: smoke, uh-huh. and a man. Hey, Annie, where the are you? I... don't you think we ought to walk back?
4: Nice dinner, Lee. I'll have to take potluck often.
1: Please do, Chris. The children like you so much.
4: Well, I like them. That, uh, Brandon Reynolds. Nice boy, Lee.
1: Yes, I think he likes Penny. He follows her around like a puppy dog.
4: Well, I can't say I blame him. (laughs) Amazing how well she plays. Sounds almost like Larry.
1: Sometimes it frightens me. Why? I don't know. So you should feel complimented. It's the first time I've ever known her to play when a stranger was around.
4: Well, I wouldn't exactly call me a stranger. Oh, golly, Lee. It's good to have you back. Lee, uh, that was your cue. Cue? You're supposed to say it's good to be back.
1: Look, Chris, this doesn't make any sense. You can't span ten years in a couple of hours. I still have a job to do. I... It's
4: not your job anymore. The kids are grown. I... Please don't be like Chanticleer. Chanticleer? The rooster crowed every morning, made the sun come up. At least he thought he did. Then one morning he forgot to crow. If not, the sun came up all by itself. Think it over. I'll be around.
1: I don't know, Chris. Perhaps, perhaps we shouldn't see each other.
4: I'm a neighbor, Mrs. Adams. I was born neighborly. I shall be neighborly to the end. Well, it's getting kind of late for a farmer. Afraid I'll have to be running along. Good night, Lee.
1: by the fire. Where's Brandon? Brandon? He was looking for you.
3: He said he wanted to walk.
1: It's such a lovely night. Oh, it
3: is, Lee. It's beautiful. I went to Brandon's Point and I could see way down the coast to the lighthouse. And then it's over in the moonlight and I, I just ached all over. Lee, what's it like to be in love? Well,
1: I suppose it's seeing the dogwood in the moonlight and aching all over.
3: It does show, doesn't it? Show love, I mean. He said it would. He said there are three things you cannot hide: love, smoke, and a man riding on an elephant. <laughs> oh, Lee, he's wonderful. I I keep thinking about him all the time. I think I knew that day in Providence.
1: Oh, darling, how nice! And has he told you he likes you? Oh no. Well, he will, darling, in time. I'm sure he will. You've got to remember. Brandon's been through a war. It, it takes a little yeah. while.
3: You yeah. know,
1: all those boys have been through a lot. They're not very sure of anything just now. But don't you worry. We'll have Brandon here for lots of well, weekends. Lee,
3: don't. I... It... I'm sorry, Lee. Good night. Penny. Penny.
1: And still I didn't guess. till later that I had gone into town for the day. A rather large contract I'd been working on. And that night when I got back and stepped off the train, Chris was there. Kidnapped me and take me home to his farm for dinner. Well, think the old place has changed much, Lee? It's a lovely house, Chris. I always liked it. Somehow it seems even lovelier now. Actually, you're here. Oh, gosh, I almost forgot. Oh, Oh. I'm sorry, Chris. Hello. Operator. Chris, I promised I'd call as soon as I arrived. Operator, will you get me long distance, please? New York, Rhinelander 6200. Now, don't talk long Yes, night. I'll wait. Don't talk long Here, where, where's my briefcase? Oh, thanks. How about somebody's order? No, no, now, now, if I can just find the right set of signals. Oh, here they are. Hello? Mr. Colligan, this is Mrs. Adams. Yes, I worked it out coming up on the train. You'll have more than 16,000 square feet. Would you like some caviar? No, oh, not now. But, Mr. Colligan, I've got the figures right here in front of me. Here,
4: caviar tastes better. Open up
1: your
3: mouth. No, oh. your yeah, material shoots can be installed. Talk pro-
1: with your mouth full. Uh, I said material shoots can be installed as per the original plans. Oh, behave yourself. What? No, no, not you, Mr. Colligan. Uh, I, I, uh, I was talking to to my Afghan hound. Who oh, me? <laughs> yes, three successive options, five year renewals. Right. Oh, that's fine, Mr. Colligan. I'll have the papers drawn. Thank you. Goodbye. You know, you can be pretty at
4: Only when I try. <laughs> now, uh, let's dump all this stuff back into your briefcase. Oh, reason. be
1: careful. Don't touch Colligan. All this junk is Colligan? That's Colligan.
4: May he rest in peace for five years with options. <laughs> now, try some of this caviar plain without business. <laughs> Enough dinner, Lee?
1: Too much. <laughs> oh, what a wonderful day.
4: Lee, Lee, no one's ever caught that granddaddy trout. Trout? You told me you liked fish.
1: Oh, oh, did I?
4: You certainly did on the terranium. You also told me you liked the sail.
1: Well, that was the truth.
4: Well, I'm glad because I'm having the Valerie Two refitted, I'm planning a cruise. And I'm still not superstitious about having women on board.
1: Chris, it's not as simple as all that.
4: But if Penny's married...
1: But Penny's still a child. Brandon's still in the Navy. I've got to make sure.
4: Exactly what could you do for those kids that we couldn't do better together?
1: Well, nothing. I... I, I just thought... Lee. Chris. Oh, leave. Oh, darling. Oh, darling, oh, darling. And only a few days ago, I... I... I said we couldn't stand ten years.
4: And only a few days ago, I knew you were wrong. How? There are three things you cannot hide love, smoke,
3: and, and a man, man riding from the. On, now, Chris! What's the matter? You said that to Penny.
4: Why, yes, as a matter of fact, I think I did. Oh, Chris! I, Chris, I've been a
3: fool. It isn't Brandon, it's you.
2: Lee, what the dickens hey, hey, are you? Lee, where are you? In here, Chase.
3: Lee, Lee. Chase, what's the matter? It's
2: it's Penny. It started when I told her you were having dinner with Chris. What
1: started?
2: Well, she flew off the handle, got nasty and mad. We had a row, and I, well, I said things. I I had to, Lee, about all well, about Dad. I told her. Told her what? I told her the truth about Banning's Point. <laughs> She went up to her room and locked herself in, but later, when we called her for dinner.
3: Chris, get out the car. Hurry, will you?
2: There
4: she is, Lee, out there on the point.
3: Chris, wait. Let me. Go ahead. Penny. Penny. It's Lee. Don't come any closer, do you hear? Penny, darling. It's too late. It's too late to do anything now. You killed my father. Penny, you don't know what you're saying. You did, you did. Because you were in love with Chris. You've always been in love with him. That's why my father took you. Penny, him. it's not true. Well, you can have Chris, but you'll never be happy. He'll hate you as I do. Because I'm going to do what my Penny! Father. Listen to
1: me. Penny. Penny, listen carefully. Your father didn't kill himself because of Chris and me. He killed himself because he was a thief. Because he stole other people's money. Because he was a coward and couldn't face disgrace in jail. You hear me? You understand what my, I?
3: My father was. Quick, come quick got her.
1: Penny, if you just say something, anything. Just try to sleep for a little while. Darling, you can't sit there hour after hour. It... Listen, Kenny. Yes. I know what I said tonight was cruel. It was brutal.
3: But I had to say it. You were so close.
1: So close. Kenny. it isn't always what people do. Sometimes why they do things is more important.
3: Your father wasn't thief.
1: He was a man who only wanted music. And they wouldn't let him have it. They made him work in a bank. They
3: broke his heart, darling.
1: And then one day he made a mistake. And then he got frightened. Frightened of what it might do to Chase and to me and and most of all to you. Me? Yes, you. He loved you more than anything else in the world, Penny. He
3: he loved you? Oh, of
1: course he did, darling. Just as I love you and Chase and Chris... But you have to let us love you, darling. Not lock yourself away.
3: Teddy. And... darling. Oh, please. Lee, I'm so ashamed. It's all right. It's all right now.
1: Nothing's lost, not really. You'll go back to school next fall. You'll be making new friends and going to dances.
4: Oh, but that's a long time off, Lee, next fall. What? The Valerie should be ready by the end of this week. And you know that cruise I was talking about? Yes, Chris. Well, I'm no more afraid of two women than one. <sighs>
0: Stars, Water Pigeon, and Claudette Colbert will be back at the camel's screengill microphone in just a few moments. But first, according to a nationwide survey, more doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. What cigarette do you smoke, doctor? Three leading independent research organizations asked that question of 113,597 <coughs> doctors. Doctors practicing in every field of medicine and in every state of the union. When the replies came back, the brand name most was Camel. Yes, millions of smokers have found they like camels best. Try a camel yourself. See if you don't find camels rich, full flavor especially welcome to your taste. Camels cool, cool mildness especially pleasing to your throat. See if you don't say, like millions of other smokers, camels suit my t zone to a T. <laughs> And now, Mr. Pidgeon and Miss Colbert, will you accept our deepest thanks for your wonderful performances this evening? Now, wait a minute. The thanks should be the other way around. We think it's a great privilege to appear with the Camel Screen
4: Guild players and, and so help to make possible the wonderful work being done by the Motion Picture Relief Fund and its country house.
1: That's right, Walter. And let me add that each week the makers of Camel cigarettes send free camels to servicemen's hospitals from coast to coast. This week, among other hospitals... Free camels go to Veterans Hospital, Waco, Texas, U.S. Naval Hospital, Chelsea, Massachusetts, and the U.S. Marine Hospital, San Francisco, California.
4: Watch for them, fellows. Your free camels are on
0: the way. Don't forget, Monday night is always a brilliant event in the Camel Screen Gill Theater. Hollywood's greatest stars in Hollywood's greatest stories. Next Monday night, one of the top radio treats of the year. The story that made screen history with nine different Academy Awards. Samuel Goldwyn's outstanding hit, The Best Years of Our Lives, with Frederick March and Myrna Loy in their original role. Be sure to listen. The Secret Heart was directed by Bill Lawrence, adapted for radio by Harry Cronman with music by Wilbur Hatch, and was presented through the courtesy of Metro-Golden-Mayer, producers of Sinclair Lewis's Cast Timberlake. Walter Pidgeon will soon be seen in the Metro-Golden-Mayer production if winter comes. Claudette Colbert will soon be seen in Sleep, My Love, a Triangle production. Listen to Bond Monroe with Colonel Nagel and Burl Davis on the air for Camels every Saturday night over most of the CBS stations. This is Michael Roy in Hollywood saying good night and won't you have a camel? This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.